They say money can't buy happiness, but you can sure as shit rent it. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and take some home today. All right, welcome to the Bamcast Variety Hour. Hey, hey Bamcast Variety Hour. Episode 16? Yay! Yeah. Right. Right. The question mark has to be on every number. It's just, I actually knew. <laughs> Who knows uh, what day it is, or podcast it is. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yeah, and we're, we're still stuck in our, our little incubation Homes. hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> AKA our home. Yeah, our home, yeah so. we, we shouldn't even need to say it anymore. It yeah. should just be like, this is our life yeah, this now. Is, this is All our lives are this. Mm-hmm. It'll be important for the historians to know mm-hmm. in the future how long our podcast went on during the end times. <laughs> See the skeleton. It seems to be poised at some sort of uh, recording device. Uh, I believe yeah. this is what they call a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Run a genetic text on him. No, yeah. no need. <laughs> we, we we know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. we can't figure out why the headphones say left and right, but the left side's on the right side and the right side's on the left side. It makes no sense. And then we could be like, "No, it was in mono. You don't understand." But they wouldn't get it. They wouldn't. <laughs> no. Yeah, because anyway. they only hear in stereo. We, we've we've been watching some things uh, in our in our bunkers uh, as we hunker down in our bunkers. Oh, our hunker bunkers. <laughs> yeah, our hunker bunkers. No, you got to save hunkering down for hurricanes. Oh, and that hasn't well, happened we did, yet. Well, Just we hunkered yeah, down. Almost. We all we, 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 we pre hunkered. Yeah, we sort of did. We we did a little pre hunker and then yeah, uh, we prunkered. Yeah, and then we just went right back to playing bunker. And, yeah, yeah. So, um, but let's see. Uh, we we talked about happy Happy Death Day last week. Uh, so yeah. su- surprise, we're going to talk about Happy Death Day to you. This week, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, go yeah, for it. I got to it. watch it. I will say, um, like like you said, there is no point in watching the second one if you have not seen the first one because it is straight up direct continuation. Like, keep yep. going, exactly. And then it is just like, all right, let's go completely off the rails with something completely different. Which, yeah, I don't even know how to describe. Like, but it's it's the best type of sequel where it's like it jumbles everything. It throws in a ton more ideas, but it still touches on a ton of stuff of the first one. And, you know, it's nice to come back to the same cast. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's tough to talk about without getting super spoilery about the first one and, <laughs> and the second one kind of, yeah, but I mean, that's, that's kind the of tone the is very different because like the first one I said is like, um, is if you pitched scream meets groundhog day, that's your movie. And this one is like, okay, you got that movie. And now it's kind of like in the eighties sci-fi comedy. Yeah. But with like some part. heady, almost like primer shit going on where it's like, Hey, wrap your head around Kinda. this timeline, crazy, whatever stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's a section. This. Yeah. There, there's a section that's like, uh, uh, that, that end of back to the future Two that everyone always forgets about. That's really awesome. When he goes back to 1955, there's almost that level of stuff going on mm-hmm. in one section of the movie. And then it's, yeah, it, 
it is not a predictable movie. That's for damn sure. And I love that they use that against you <laughs> for the most part, because it's like, oh, fuck, she's back in the same day again, you know, and it's like, or is she? And they yeah, it, they they play with that really well. It's it's very much a like the first one was a straight up riff on slasher movies. This is like I think I said in my review, it's it's hard to call it a horror movie. It's really more of a sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, I, and it's and it's really silly. There are yeah. some scenes that are like extra silly. That that's why I called it. Uh, Back to the Future 2 meets Gremlins 2 because it mm-hmm. is like, okay, you've taken the premise and you've made it super silly, but also you've upped the stakes on everything and now everything's looping in, crashing in and of itself and yeah, it, it's it's the best kind of sequel because it completely, I, I will say like the opening scene where you think it's going to be the roommate and he's stuck in the loop the whole time mm-hmm. and you're like, that's it, that's the premise that sucks and then immediately it's like oh no this movie has a lot more to say than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the best part. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it, it surprisingly works really well. Like obviously knowing how, you know, the circumstances of the first movie and then putting tree into new situations where she might not want to fix it, so to speak, you know, that, and that stuff works really well where it's, where it's kind of like, okay, this life is kind of better than her other one was. And, you know, the conflict becomes, well, okay, do I really want to fix this or not? <laughs> and, you know, which is which is kind of part of what I liked about Palm Springs as well, where it's like, it, is this, is it worth getting out of this? You know, and it's kind of, you know, that's, it's, it, it, they're very different reasonings for that in both movies. But I mean, this one, I think, you know, some of the most affecting stuff is, you know, when she realizes what life she could have being there. Yeah, I think so. I think the only thing, and I don't know, I don't know what you can even consider a spoiler at this point, but yeah. I think the the one interesting thing that they they didn't touch on that I because I, I, I I'll say right off the bat I I love this movie like I was so wishy washy on the first one like I mean I, I ultimately would probably say I I liked it or you know would watch it again but like now it just kind of becomes this. Oh, it's the crutch you got to walk on to get to this other movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, you know, my metaphor is to me, it, it it's not a quality jump, or I'm not trying to hype the second one to uh, unreachable levels. But to me, it's it's a you have to tell people to you want to tell people to watch Fast Five, but you kind of got to go, but you kind of need to watch four. Like, unfortunately, <laughs> you need to watch four because it's a lot of story set up, and just if you care about if you care about the story at all, you need to watch four. If you're just going for the stunts and shit, skip right to five. But mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, it's, it's not a, a proper metaphor because this is so intricate or so. Well, this you know, is almost to, like, yeah. yeah, it's almost like a TV series where mm-hmm. it's like, no, you can't just jump to the season finale. Yeah. I, I, like, I like, mean or else more, nothing has context that means anything. Yeah. I, I mean, more in terms of like my my appreciation level. Of them. Like I, you know, I'm like here with this one and the second one. I'm like, holy shit, this blew my mind. Like, I, I love the second one. I like everything about it. It's just mm-hmm. it. Tonally, it's completely different to me, and it, it just works so much more because you're just skip ahead to like she's already a likable person. We've already done that. Like you know, mm-hmm. let's 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 do some more fun with this premise instead of just like you know also having to have a character arc and then just like giving her like the ultimate Sophie's choice slash redemption or redemptive moment thing. You know, or I don't know, unresolved conflict type of thing. You know, moment and is just like super duper touching and out of fucking nowhere. Like you don't expect that. I, I don't think, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. really, really good. And 
uh, what else was I going to say? Um, I was surprised by how moving, like the the reveal to her of a certain event that has changed because she's in a different place than like the big reveal to her personally, how emotionally affecting that was in kind of what's a silly movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I like sitting there watching it. I was like, Oh wow, this is really like, I feel for her because she has become a good person. And also this is the best thing for her. And this is going to be the problem that she's going to have to face is do I leave this? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's done way better than most movies would do it. So yeah, just just overall tonal thing about this movie, I was so much more with it because it seems like it, it seems like it also becomes more earnest. Like it's still kind of got that lighthearted, you know, PG thirteen semi popcorn movie thing to it. But it's yeah, like, how it, did it just, get? How did this movie get a PG thirteen? I don't know because <laughs> the the death montage is just like, how did we get a? How did you guys get a PG thirteen out of this? Yeah. But I mean, it's just it's it's so much more. It's like it's heavier, but also like lighthearted in in a better way because it's you know the first one has got that, yeah. Like when this fails, it's not fun. It's like I got murdered, <laughs> you know. Like you know, and this one, it's like it's kind of like on, on our own terms and things like that. It's like you know, and it's much more of like a oh shit, what's going on here? And oh this this change and you know new information. Holy shit, we're going this direction. It's just it's such a it's such a much more fun ride to me that I I mm-hmm. I adore the second one. I mean. I've, I I like the second one a lot. I like how it expands all the characters and then adds a couple new ones that I really liked as well. Mm-hmm. I kind of put them about even, to be honest. I just like them for super different reasons. But, yeah, you know, it's it's like fair. me with Gremlins and Gremlins too. To kind of go back to Chuck's analogy there. I mean, if I didn't think Gremlins was the superior movie, <laughs> but I do like I love both those movies. I just love them for amazingly different reasons. And this movie is the same thing where it's like, all right, yeah, you've got all the same characters you're doing, you know, there, there's kind of some of the same stuff, but you've expanded it so much and you've changed the tone so much that it's a very, it's a different thing altogether. It's, it's funny that you mentioned gremlins only because I conjured the critters franchise in my, because I, I could take or leave the first critters movie. Like it just totally doesn't work for me really. And Mm. I really like the second one. Like the second one goes like in their own kind of way to like a, a gremlin style or almost gremlins two style more funness it's, to it. It's a weird Looney Tunes. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like somewhere in between. It doesn't go full gremlins two, but it is also like a little more gremlins than the first one was, which was obviously a cash in on gremlins. <laughs> you know, just, mm-hmm. I feel like the tone of the second one captures that better. The first one's like a little too weirdly grim and pat, you know, just sort of passe about death. Like it's like, I, I don't know. Like people just don't react. They're like, oh shit, person's dead. Anyway, like, <laughs> I can run for your lives again. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? You live in a town of like fifty. I think that should affect you just a teensy bit more. <laughs> like, yeah. But you nah. Know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, that's it's again, it's a really fun movie, but it's one that I could not imagine attempting to watch that one without having seen the first one and getting no. anything out of it. Yeah, I mean, no she does. Do she does the you know the recap of the first movie in like a forty-five seconds. <laughs> thing but aside from that it would be like uh no let's yeah. let's not yeah like i said the, the 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 fast and furious metaphor is only in terms of like my enjoyment levels jumping mm-hmm. immensely between the two and the fact that it's like it's necessary but unlike those i mean let's be honest we're in it for the story of fast and furious most people are not <laughs> 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 most people are not watching that shit for the story <laughs> 
But no. you never know who cares about family, man. Yeah. <laughs> who got family? Yeah. Man, Some like, people, family once, matters. Going back to like, you know, I, at first it was an amazing thing. Like the we going back to the Peacock channels thing. Like I, I will occasionally like flip over to the SNL one. But man, it is on like a down to the minute fucking like repeating schedule every day. Like yeah. it is, it's a little disappointing in that, in that regard. So a couple times, like I've just gone to eat and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I just need something on the TV and, and flipped it on. And it'll, so I've seen the, uh, the rock Bambi parody thing <laughs> like multiple <laughs> times now. Like that's just really fucking good. <laughs> like everyone's like really doing their parts really, really well. Like, yeah, I just love the Ben Diesel as Thumper. <laughs> we got a herd. <laughs> it's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Any other thoughts on Happy Death Days? I mean, apparently they're definitely doing a sequel or a, a, I a trilogy. I can't imagine what the fuck their idea is for the third one. Like I, I saw well, something that like they, they the, you know, throwing out theories about what the third one's going to be. But. Well, the mid-credit scene leads to something ridiculous. Yeah, that's as true. it is. Yeah. So. Like like that's like the predator level. What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> except, except in their hands, I'm I, his hands. I'm fine yeah. with it. Like wh- whatever you want to do with the third one, I I am on board. I mm-hmm. want to see it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 weird to be like excited about a franchise like that again. Like even as silly as it kind of is, you know. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to like build it up like oh this is the best thing. I'm not trying to be hyperbolic, but like to have a pretty good outing movie and then what I think is an even better sequel is like in the weird sci-fi horror subgenre is like exciting again because like you know people kind of lost their shit for paranormal activity you know except that like we realized the first one's the shittiest one but it was like this is different what is going on and then it was like very quickly like people were like i don't give a shit about this anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like it's it's fun to have like something that's like oh we're gonna we're gonna do a thing with this okay you know yeah, but John the camera's on an f- oscillating fan in this one yeah Sure. Again, I'm, the tar- I'm totally the target market for paranormal activity. I'm throwing myself under the bus here. Most I people still have like, only yeah. seen the first one. And they oh. all, they're all better than that one. It, you yeah, pick any one, of, any one of them is better than that one. Two well, is fucking and, great and three is even better. Yep. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I will say like watching the two Happy Death Day movies made me want to see Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse. Or is isn't that what it's called? The, uh, the movie he made right before he made those. I didn't know he had more. I will now seek this out though. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it's Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse, and it's got the uh, the guy who played Cyclops in the late late X Men movies, who was also the Ready Player Ready One, Player one guy. Yeah, okay. yeah. The guy does he have something covering his face in this one? I Someone was pointing so. out that like you know yeah. like every movie he's gonna have some <laughs> uh, visor thing on his you face. Count, like a, maybe his he throws a scout sash over him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that is the same director made that before he made Happy Death Day. So. Okay. Yeah, I haven't bothered to learn that. And name, didn't he, did he write? <laughs> Was he the writer? I, I can't remember now, but I, I want to say he was involved in one of the later paranormal activities, which made me think of that. Maybe I think I, I think I it was know. marked ones was the one he did. I okay. I don't yeah, feel like typing because it mark, makes too much noise. Mark's on one, this mark one is microphone. a like, total side story, where it's just like, yeah, but what if yeah. in Mexico? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it does have a, a a very tenuous connection to the other ones, but it's just like, yeah, they were like, hey, side side adventure. Mm-hmm. We got to crank one of these out every yeah. year. <laughs> Saw movies are done. <laughs> Well, that's so the thing. If- like, didn't all those drop off? Basically, like, we don't have a horror tentpole thing. Like, you know, because Saw was like a good eight nine years they put it out, and then it you was going to be Halloween. Activity was doing yeah. that. Halloween think- was going to be the thing because the yeah. the new one was supposed to come out this year, and then another one the next year. Yeah. So yeah. 
But it's the, just it's, it's, it's the I first mean, one horror. even do well enough, or the first one, whatever the <laughs> the first one of this new batch did it even do well enough to like? Oh yeah, it it, it, it did, did well. Okay, crazy business. I, yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't keep up with yeah. horror movies that much. So. Yeah, no, that one made a lot of money. Um, yeah, and that's why we'll keep having horror franchises because they're cheap to make. Sure, and that might be one of the reasons. Like this one doesn't <laughs> doesn't continue only because you know I mean they don't. I mean, I guess budget-wise, they're not crazy like, nah. you know, a Marvel movie would be or something. But it's still the third one has the potential to go nuts. It feels like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe with what they did in the second one, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the fourth one goes to space. So. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. So what else? Uh, I've been watching some things. You yes. want me yeah. to discuss yeah. some? Okay. Yeah, because mine is a downer, so we'll save oh, it for the end. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Oh boy. Okay. Well, then, good. In in before downers. Um. Uh. I I I, I realized now that like all of my content is going to sound like one long Netflix commercial, but it's just what is, and it's what I've been watching. So this is sorry. our life now. This is my it's, life. Yeah. Can't I mean, do anything else. I am going to talk about something I watched yeah. on Disney Plus, and like I we said, we should I just... have to pay thirty bucks for it on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Yet. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Yeah, let, let this fucking succeed and watch what happens next. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, first things first, I, I guess I want to talk about the Umbrella Academy. Um, the season two finally dropped, and I don't, I don't recall how hard I pushed Umbrella Academy when season one came out. I think it was just at the time it was like, yeah, this is pretty good. You should watch this. I'm here to say I don't think I was emphatic enough. Like you need to watch this show. Like it's it's the kind of superhero shit you want to see and, mm-hmm. and, and, and like all the right ways. It's like, it's, it's dark without being like grim dark. This is all dark all the time, but it's also, you know, like it's goofy without just being, you know, the mask, mask levels of goofiness. It's just, it rides this wonderful line of just being great television where it's like, I, I mean, to have a, to have a, a show that's like based on like seven characters, basically, um, is very hard to like make you care as much as they do about all of them. Like the casting in this is fantastic. Like, I mean, ironically enough, uh, we, we, we were having a discussion about Ellen page, but she's kind of like the marquee name, but it's like, they don't treat her like, Oh, you're the star. And you know, she's just part of an ensemble. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like, Hey, we got you and never, and these other people that were in some things like the pretty guy from the <laughs> doctor who episode. Yeah. Jeff. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, it's just it's really good and like season two i think is even better than the first one like i really so did you rewatch season one before two or did you just go straight into two no i i well first like there's there was like a one minute recap that's on netflix proper but then like on youtube net or netflix's youtube account there's like a 10 minute recap so i just did that why not just put the 10 minute one on netflix maybe it was there and i just missed it i mean it was like yeah it's like it's like the same premise where it's you know Mm. the cast is like the cast and the creator are like paired off in twos and they're doing like this rapid fire almost okay. like you know um michael Pena is it michael Pena in the Ant man movies yeah yes. like him doing the almost like a just like a you know like recap of the whole season you know running through each episode and it was mm-hmm. that was enough to like oh, oh yep 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 because it's it's one of those things that it was just long enough that like all i really needed was the spark in my mind to go oh yeah that happened that episode because they actually do like an episode by episode breakdown so it's pretty good mm-hmm. but yeah i mean season two i think is even better than the first one so is it 10 episodes yep. the usual 10 10 each yep but yeah i mean yeah it's just it's a really good show 
and I, I believe if it's not the first episode, it's very early on in season one to the point that like, I don't, it's one of those things I'm trying to like sell you, but also I don't want to spoil you at all. <laughs> like, so I don't know, like, mm-hmm. and I mean you here, but also people out on the internet, but I, I just, it's probably been out there enough or talked about enough. There's a fight sequence set in one of the very early episodes to they might be giants Istanbul not Constantinople and it's fucking brilliant like you don't think I want to see a fight scene like a, a fucking brutal like you know Kingsman level fight sequence set to that <laughs> but it's I'm just saying that's the kind of like show it is where it's like it's it's the right mix of like we're wacky without being too irreverent to not you know to be able to carry a dramatic story you know but it's like it's also everyone's just like I'm fucking done with this shit like I mean it's because it's like they were raised as kids to like do this and this is your fucking mission and, and it's like now they're all like 30 and it's like I'm fucking done with this shit <laughs> like I'm I'm so over this <laughs> like and it, it's it's really fun yeah. that sounds interesting I've heard a lot about it on uh, social media lately but I didn't really hear enough yeah. about it and I don't I don't remember your recommendation from for the first season uh, to to have known if it was something I would I would get into so um I'll check it out. Yeah. It sounds like fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like give it an episode or two because I'm not sure. Like, it's it's one of those where you have to kind of start seeing the, the interweaving narrative thing start to take shape and realize, ah, this is how this is all going to play out. You know, sort of Tarantino-esque where it's like, this might be a flashback episode and we're not going to tell you until 30 minutes in, you know, kind of stuff. And so you're just kind of always left surprised what's going to happen next. And they have good cliffhangers for you know, a, a thing that people are going to binge. I always think that's funny. You know, that mm-hmm. they, they build really good cliffhangers in Netflix shows and it's like, nobody's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's to keep you going. I guess so. Yeah. One more episode. I, I'll admit that uh, this show and doom patrol to me for some reason have merged and I like, I don't know which one is which doom Academy. So that's fair. I mean, I, I said the same thing when, you know, <laughs> recently cause doom patrol is one of those, like it jumped ship from the DC thing to the HBO yeah. max. And, yeah. you know, and then they're like, hey, it's a new season, but it's on here now. Um, and Doom Patrol's fine, but it's like, it's it's pretty basic. I mean, it's 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 one of those Greg Berlanti-esque things just with a little bit more budget because it's on the streaming thing. And they they can say fuck now because it's, you know, you know <laughs> a streaming thing, like just like Titans. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's not, you can't compare. I mean, like Umbrella Academy isn't like made by auteurs. Like, I mean, they are trying. And I'm not saying, I'm not like shitting on... <laughs> Doom Patrol, but I'm like, it's still like, it feels like a television show, you know, still like, even though know, it's like, hey, you can say fuck. It's like everything is like costume level is like TV show. <laughs> like, and this is like, feels better, much better. Are like, you going to take things. that DC universe? Let's hear your thoughts. I like Doom Patrol. I am the person who's watched fucking hours. I've seen all of Smallville. So fuck you. I've watched that. all of Smallville. It's, the longest, one of the, it's like Supernatural. Well, it was on forever. <laughs> see, if you had just waited for the Snyder cut of Doom mm, Patrol. Should have, yes. Then that would be the one that's perfect. Yeah. Like I said, nothing wrong with Doom Patrol, but I, it's it's apples and oranges. Like it's. It's kick-ass to super. <laughs> one's a big budget thing. And another oh, one's an and indie one's one. an indie kick-ass? <laughs> Which okay. also has Ellen Page, so it's circular. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Well, good. Mm-hmm. So I will watch it one day. Okay. Great. 
<laughs> yeah. I look forward to that. Super excited. For I look that forward to as we you. all discover it six months apart from each other. Like, holy shit, I watched it all. You guys heard about this. Yeah. How come no one mentioned this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it when we do that. It's like, yeah, I talked about it. I said it was Did really good. Did you talk about this? I don't know. I, I realize that, like, because In, like, I, February next year, I'll be like, yeah, I watched some Doom Patrol. That's like a low budget Umbrella Academy. <laughs> That's like a straight up TV show. Mackie, I liked when you on No Quarters were like, uh, hey, Demon's Tilt's pretty good. And I'm like, fucker, that was in my photies. I talked about that at length. And you're like, anyone play this game? I think it's on Game Pass. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it was in your photies? Yes! Really? <laughs> That's how bad last year was. <laughs> really? <laughs> Demon's Tilt's not that good. Maybe check out a Turbo Graphics and he was... I explained yeah. that as well. I yeah. explained all of this. But you grew up with Turbo Graphics, <laughs> these weird multi-layer pinball things on Turbo uh-huh, Graphics. Yeah. I don't edit these things. I don't yeah. know. Just saying. Yeah, don't listen but to the podcast. I, I always appreciate when we do these things. And and I was going to say, part of the problem may be I like so many things that I'm generally saying like, yeah, I like this. Watch it. And I sometimes have to like, <laughs> no, I really mean it. <laughs> like, there's there's Chuck Fine or Harlow Fine or whatever you want to call it. I mean, the things that I like, I like a lot, but I'm saying, no, Umbrella Academy is like, it's it's next level, you know. Cool. Okay. All right. What else you got? You want me to keep going? All right, shit, fine. I'll, I'll continue my Netflix commercial. Um, I watched the, watched the new Transformers anime because <laughs> oh. apparently the, I'm the anime guy now, and everyone else in there that is an anime person out there well, is going. No, Mackie was the anime you. guy for like two months, <laughs> two years ago, or whatever it was. Yeah, he yeah. well, he was watching yeah. Miyazaki. Yeah. That's anime. So that's that's I, different. Yeah, I tried to bring yeah. back anime. Yeah, but, that was during anime. Yeah, but see, like yeah. <laughs> Miyazaki films are like up here. <laughs> And all the other anime is like down here. It's like fucking straight television shows. There were some that was all right. I, I know. I'm kidding. I, I liked Akira. I don't no. know what happened in Akira, no, but I no, liked it. Akira looks really cool, though. Yeah, a lot of screaming. head swelled up and Akira. like there was a nuke or something. That's a good anime. Akira's yeah. good. But, uh, new, new Tokyo was about to explode. Is it good? I mean, that's what happened. Or is it just yes, really Tokyo. interesting looking? I think it's just really interesting looking. Come at me, weebs. I don't know. Yeah, give me an edible and a copy of Akira, and we'll see what I think about it. Mm -hmm. But okay, so they build this—they build this as a Netflix original anime. A lot of the Sound and Fury thing I was talking about last week, which did anybody Uh watch? No, no no listening to the album. I have not watched it yet. No. Okay, fine. I did not get to listen to the album. I know six months. I know six months from now. I was hopeful. I I just keep listening to the fucking album. (laughs) At the end of the year, I'll be like. Dude, Sound and Fury. <laughs> check, check this shit out. Yeah, it's it's, it's overall by the it's, guy who made the song for the Dead Don't Die. Oh, right. <laughs> did you see the Dead Don't Die? <laughs> that guy did this. That's good too. I really like that one. Did you hear those people on IMDb talking about how bad the music was? They're talking about fucking animes. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Um. No. Okay. So this is yet another. This was one of those things. I was going to watch this before I discovered the other anime thing. So th- this was a new. Uh, Transformers. They're doing like a trilogy series on Netflix. It's called War for Cybertron Trilogy, I believe. First part's mm. called Siege. And it's, I think, six episodes. And then they're mm-hmm. going to do another little mini season that's more of it. And then a third season and wrap it up, I guess. And I don't know if they're going to continue it on sure. past that. Uh, call it an anime, anime, as I, if you want my <laughs> stupid pronunciation, I'll keep doing it. Please. Um, it's a Japanime. This would be more closer to call it like 
Ge- Transformers Generation 2020 because <laughs> it's like it's mostly computer generated stuff, a la the really bad Generation Two for anyone that remembers that monstrosity. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I mean, like, or like Beast Wars. Yeah, Beast Wars was but still better than Generation Two. Like Beast Wars is bad animation. I you know I know a lot of people. I'm not trying to start the Beast Wars war, but story people, people wise, love people love Beast Wars. Yes, yes. animation was shit. animation wise, it was shit. But Generation Two was even worse. So yeah. I'm saying like You're it right. is mostly computer generated, like not oh my god animation. You know, just serviceable. Um, it's not bad. I'm just saying like it's like oh yeah, you ran this through computer program make Optimus Prime go, <laughs> you know, it's because <laughs> I mean, it's, it's generally G1 designs, except, you know, Cybertronian version. So the jets are like Cybertron versions, not, They're you know, triangles, not yeah. jets. And, okay. you know, I, I mean, for some reason, Optimus Prime still a semi, he I never saw him with his trailer, but I don't know what purpose a semi would have on Cybertron, but anyway, you got all, all stuff. All, all, all said and done, like it's it's pretty good. Like I mean, it's, if you're a Transformers fan, I think it's worth watching. Um, I'm not enough of a Transformers fan to like say, oh, they're doing this. Like I don't know. Like I read the comics when I was a kid. You know that and GI Joe were like kind of my gateway comics into other comics. You mm-hmm. know, as a lot of kids my age um, mm-hmm. were, and so like, you know, I have like that knowledge from like you know issue one to 80 let's say i don't know i don't remember how many they made but like it dropped off somewhere towards the end you know i didn't keep reading them when i hit a certain age so i can't say oh they lifted this from this idw comic because i'm not that transformers level of guy at all it's just i thought it was pretty good i thought it was interesting that it's like it's not like the murder fest of the transformers movie but it's they are like allowed to straight up fucking murder characters you know Mm. when it's story-wise makes sense <laughs> you know not just like yep yeah, all right time to clean out the line you know it's just you know <laughs> which is what the movie was like get these yeah. old characters out we gotta sell more toys um but have you know, they introduced hot rod yet uh no i mean this is generally Good. following i mean rc's there which is of that era yeah but yeah. i mean rc's kind of one of those like retconned characters where it's like she's always around we just you didn't see her <laughs> you know right because there's, there's also um it's not Alita one. It is something like that. It's like yeah, it's Alita like, one. Is it Alita one? Okay, yes. yeah. There's another. There's like a couple female Transformers that, but beyond mm-hmm. RC. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's all pretty good. I mean, I I like how they do Bumblebee stories uh, specifically. I mean, it might not hit everyone right, but it's it's interesting to me, and I I like what they're doing with the story so far. It's it's interesting. It's like Cybertron's on the brink of like no more energon they're gonna die and you know what the fuck and should we stop the battle it's like it you know i think other people might not like it because both megatron and optimus prime both have a captain ahab complex of like fuck everything i'm gonna murder that guy <laughs> so and it's like it's kind of does this a little bit of a both sides story but you know of course megatron's still a member of the decepticons the biggest clue of all time <laughs> that they mm. might deceive you but you know <laughs> No, nah, we like, could trust him. Yeah, I'm just saying, like for a while, they're like, yeah, it's they're both kind of wrong about how they're doing this, and you know, people are trying to talk sense in them. It, it's it's a, it's an interesting story the way it's handled, mm. and it's still kind of fluffy. You know, it's like it's suitable for kids, but you know, if you're a Transformers fan, I don't think it's insulting either. Yeah, but. yeah. I just so, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have to write a Transformers series at this point because there are literally like 30 continuities, and everyone's gonna be like, oh, well, you just took from this one. You know, and they all have like similar stuff that threads through them, but it's just like, oh my god, it, oh, it's yeah. not even worth trying to keep track of them anymore. They're just like piled upon each other. Yeah, because what you described sounds like the one Transformers 360 game I played. 
And they, I mean, I know that that was yeah. there was uh, actually one of the Transformers games, or maybe that was their series, was called War for Cybertron. War for Cybertron they, was the they could be game. based on those for all I know. I didn't yeah. didn't play them, so that game was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the story wise, this was this was serviceable. Like I said, the the fact that it's like it's not the right voices, <laughs> like it's it's somebody kind of trying to do Peter Cullen ish, mm. but the yeah, Megatron guy is like, you know, like every once in a while he'll like seem to invoke Frank Welker, but it's like yeah. He's mostly well, just doing his own thing. Why not just get Frank Welker? I don't know. They're both still alive and well. And I thought, yeah. I thought, you know, <laughs> I'm quoting something from another YouTube channel, but yeah, I think Frank Welker's eternal deal that he must appear in all animated things ever, <laughs> like his deal with the devil, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, somehow he got out of this one. I th- I, f- I feel like I actually heard that Frank Welker <clears throat> fucked up his voice. I, f- I think oh, really? I think that might actually be why he's not in the Michael Bay ones. Like, I think mm-hmm. he might couldn't have couldn't do the voice then. Like, I don't think, because I think they wanted to cast those, those two to be, because they were like, this, these are the two, everyone knows what they sound like. Everyone else can be, we can get the stars or, you know, racist caricatures or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah. Well, who did they get? Was it, wasn't it? It was, uh, it was, um, dude from Hugh, the Matrix. Hugo Weaving. Yeah, Hugo yeah. Weaving, the first one, I don't think he carried over to the sequels. Like, I think they had mm-hmm. to get somebody else. Maybe Frank Rockler did come back for the sequels. That, that might be the weird thing. <laughs> but I think he was like, I can't do the Megatron voice. I will do a new thing. Which one was the one where Megatron was wandering around the desert in a smock? That's the second one. <laughs> yeah, because that's just, the one with, with Transformer balls. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the one where it's just a big thing in the desert at the end, and you're just like, what is happening? But yeah, him wearing a, a giant walking robot with a thing, just wearing a disguise like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, stranger. <laughs> God, those movies, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, strangely, what did we determine? The third one's the best one. Like, I think we. I mean, it's not I, we good. liked the third one because the second one was so bad. It was like I still feel like it the had third nowhere to go. I feel like the third <laughs> one's like the closest they ever circled around being a proper Transformers movie, though. Yeah, strangely, like yeah. I mean, it was like, oh wait, you're you're actually talking about the things and they're doing the things, and I mean, this does yeah. bring back I, like. I don't recall in my time of like growing up as a kid, the AllSpark being a thing until the fucking Michael Bay movies. Maybe it was. I mean, it was. Was it in the comics? Yeah, okay. it, yes. Yeah, but that that, that well, features no, super heavily. It was not in the comic. Was. The comic had the creation matrix and okay. the cartoon and the movie were the AllSpark. No, the movie had the matrix because Optimus Prime. Oh, it Prime did also. The, yeah, like I mean, that was the whole thing. Was yeah, like, well, I know the AllSpark was big in like Beast Wars and that sort of shit. I mean, it's been around sure. a lot. I just don't but... remember it being a super heavy featured thing during the G1 era. Maybe it was like in the background somewhere, but like it's it's a major point in this. And like the Matrix is... I like what they do where it's like Prime gets the Matrix of leadership because, you know, he's fucking Optimus Prime, but like mm-hmm. Ultra Magnus gets this other part of it. It's like this triumvirate thing where it's like there's not just one leader of the Autobots. They each kind of get like... Like one gets the might and one gets the brains and, <laughs> you know, Captain Planet style. So, yeah, it's interesting. And one does the budgeting. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's Calcutron. Calcutron. <laughs> he turns into a little graphing calculator. He's about this big. Yeah. And one keeps the notes. Wasn't it Calculon? It was Calculon on Futurama. On Futurama. Yeah. The... Calculon, yeah. I didn't want to wholly rip off Futurama. No, no, I'm not. No. Sure. I just was just double checking the math. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Welker did do the voice in the fifth movie. Okay. Yeah. So maybe he just had a temporary problem with his voice. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's just like fuck it, those tribal tattoo bullshit things. I'm not voicing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he those did movies voices, exist. 
Yeah, he did voices but in the second one, just not Megatron. He Sean did Soundwave, and he did... I'm uh, oh, sorry, and Ravage. Yeah, I believe like doing the Megatron voice is like really hard on him, cause, like you know, because I'm pretty sure yeah, that was like not. I don't think that was like that flanged and stuff. I think he like did yeah. that shit. It's like no, don't worry about it, guys. Yeah. I can do I can, this. I can do this. I'm a fucking pro. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> we gargle this glass and then we'll be good to go. Yeah, Ain't I just nobody lives forever. <laughs> I just I will always feel that Michael Bay was ill suited to make those, and that we missed out on a bunch of awesome bad boys type shit because he was busy making those instead of making the movies he should have been making. Yep. Yes. It's, yeah. And it's, then you watch Bumblebee and it's like, yeah, maybe give that to somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing as far as yeah. telling a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for some and, reason, everyone shit on Bumblebee. <laughs> fuck all those people. Yeah. For real. <laughs> like, well, We don't want this either. I'm like, why? This is no, exactly that, what you wanted. <laughs> that movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, fuck. Why do I feel like I had one more Netflix thing? I, I doesn't matter. Somebody else talk for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I watched a Netflix thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I watched Thirteenth, which is the uh, Ava DuVernay documentary about basically the Thirteenth Amendment and how it created the prison system, and how our prison system was exacerbated over the years by uh, by politicians who felt they needed to be tough on crime and just basically didn't fix any other problems and only made them worse. Mm-hmm. And it's very depressing to watch. <laughs> and it's, it's not like it's telling us a ton of stuff we didn't already know, to be honest, but I'm glad that it exists because it has so many good interviews with, you know, people that have something to say, <laughs> so to speak. Um, but yeah, that is a, Tough watch, and it came out right before uh, the 2016 election, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, yeah, it kind of has aged uh, pretty well, <laughs> sadly. But yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure what else I can I can say about it. I mean, it's I, it's it's worth watching, and I I'm not particularly a fan of her filmmaking otherwise, but. In this, I think she does a really good job. And, you know, it's the way they use type throughout. Um, you know, they'll have songs that come in, uh, you know, like uh, popular rap songs, and they'll have the lyrics on screen. And whenever anyone says criminal, they make sure to f- to have that word on screen. And it's when it's like during political speeches, during, uh, you know, just during interviews, all that sort of stuff. And it's amazing how often that word comes up and, you know, it's, it's sad to chart the, um, you know, the distance everything went because they also talk, they also keep a running tally of, you know, at 1960, how many people are incarcerated in the United States and then 1970 where it is. And then 1980. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh fuck. And, you know, cause Reagan, takes over and it's just you know it's suddenly we're on drugs we're on drugs we're on drugs and you know they make a point to say yeah people who got caught with cocaine basically got a slap on the wrist but anyone with crack basically got life in prison mm-hmm. so you know and also they go over all the stuff that happened with nixon as far as like all right well we need to find a way to to take away people's voting rights and you know equating drugs with hippies and you know and black people <laughs> And 
basically making that a point to be part of their campaign. And the sad thing is that it worked and that all these people basically got busted on bullshit charges and all that and ended up, you know, with no right to vote anymore. So that cured part of their voting block that would not vote for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only issue I really have is it gets to, you know, the 90s and how Clinton legitimately fucked things up even worse. And the the incarceration spike considerably once he's in office because he it was this whole like you couldn't get elected unless you were tough on crime. So he almost went too far. And then they just kind of stop with him. And then all of a sudden they're like, all right, and here we are in 2016. And it's like, you're not going to talk about Bush or Obama at all. And Interesting. Yeah, even though, like, I hate to say it, but one of the even bigger spikes is right near the end of Obama's term, you know, like in 2014 to 2016. And they never say anything about it. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, guys. And I don't think George W. Bush ever got mentioned. Like, like I... I don't recall if he ever came up in the entire thing. So that seems a little odd to, you know, show these roots and then just suddenly jump to now. But there is a really good interview near the end where uh, it's, I, I think he's a, I can't remember who it was, but he's, I think I want to say he was a professor in at a college and he was basically discussing how, you know, it's, Everyone in their class always said, oh, well, you know, if it was slavery, I would have opposed it. You know, I would have I would have fought against it and all that sort of stuff. And he said, you know, everyone keeps saying how, yeah, if this was happening, I'd do something about it. And he's like, uh, just so you know, that's literally what's happening right now. So the question is, what are you doing about it? And, you know, now, of course, four years later, we have our answer <laughs> in that people are still in the streets protesting, mm-hmm. you know, and that. And that means something now, but you know, in 2016, it kind of, it was, it was a little tougher pill to swallow then. So, but yeah, but I mean, it's, it's a solid documentary, but I think it leaves out some stuff that I really feel like would have helped it, especially just because they're in such a race to get to the end and they jump ahead so far in history that it's kind of like, well, stuff happened during Bush and Obama and I kind of want to hear what it was and they just never touch on that. It sucks that it has that vibe because, I mean, that's how I feel like every, you know, revisionist history class I had in school always did that. It was like you were going along at this pace and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, shit, <laughs> we've got to be at this year by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, and yep. bah, 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 happened and anyway. It's like, wait, what? Was World War II like important? <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. And and I'll admit, like, I wish we'd spent less time oh, on World War Two and you know, I, yeah, I mean, I just yeah, feel like you just can turn on History Channel and you'll learn anymore, about World War II pretty quick. It did happen. In, but back in the so, 90s. Yeah, true. It didn't happen when I was in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, I, and, and part of it, the problem is in my brain, we watched Last Week Tonight right before that, which had the whole part about education in the United States and how basically the last 50 years is not taught at all. Yep. You know, and I, and. Maybe my brain is kind of when you when you bring up education. I can't remember if it was in that documentary. I know the part with the uh, the advisor to Reagan, who said how oh we have to talk about states' rights and this other stuff instead of you know using the N word. Basically, that quote is in both the last week tonight segment and was in thirteen. So, so my brain is jumbling them a little bit now. So I don't want to say 
Oh yeah, and that part was in it when it was probably in the last week tonight segment and not not the documentary. Right. But yeah, watching yeah. them back to back made for a fun night in the Mackey household. We were like, yeah, the world's great. Hooray, like America. It. Yeah. Yeah, America sucks. <laughs> like, well, Mackey's Mackey's gonna get disappeared sorry, tomorrow. Like, no, nice yeah. knowing you, comrade. Well, I mean, like it's sad, but I know a lot of people hate the newsroom, but that opening scene of the newsroom is still incredibly relevant where he's just like, yeah, America's not the greatest nation in the country. And here's why. And, and that was where we are the best. Or or, yeah, sorry. (laughs) But uh, what was that? Was that 2014 that premiered Chuck? Somewhere like maybe earlier. I think it was earlier than that. I feel like it was earlier than that. It was, because it was was on for three seasons, right? Or two. It was three seasons. I thought it was three. Yeah. Um, It had to be earlier. But it was after Obama's second election. So either way, like 2013, 2014. 2013, 2014. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, you know, we were saying that shit then and nothing's changed. If anything, it's worse than it was. Oh, it's definitely worse. (laughs) Yeah. Like, trust me. You know, if we had, you know, if we trusted science and math and stuff, we could count it. But, you know. Well, we're so low on the list on science and math. Why yeah, exactly. would we trust yeah, it? Doesn't matter. Look, if we <laughs> if we paid attention to science and math, we wouldn't have all this winning that we're having right now. So mm-hmm. well, you're right. the first or you're the last winning. and America's never last. So mm-hmm. we're definitely first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forgot about the winning. That's because you're so sick of it, Chuck. It is it must be. You're so I, sick I'm taking it for granted is what's hey, happened. We need to stop getting political, you guys. Oh yeah, that's our three <laughs> right. minutes of political. <laughs> yeah. Harlow, talk allowed. about more anime. Well, I, yes. I, I mean, <laughs> thankfully I have something I remember the other thing that I watched, not Netflix, so you're you're free of that, but uh mm-hmm. I think it'll lighten the mood because I know at least several people here really love it, but I've jumped on the what we do in the shadows TV train and have completed oh, nice. all. Oh, excellent. So yeah. You watch I'm, both seasons? Yeah, I'm caught up. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for more. All right. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, you've not watched this? No. Have you ever watched the movie? No. Okay. You should Sorry. do both. You should get okay. on both. I mean, I'll do it. Strangely, you need to watch the movie. Six months. Huh? <laughs> In six, six months. months? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, I, hey, guys, you haven't heard about this. <laughs> like, I feel like you need to watch the movie only because the it movie is. Yeah, it's it optional, establishes but, the world. Yeah, it's optional, but it's like it will help because it's like they of pull, course I will watch. They make little uh, you know allusions to it uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, and one of the characters does show up eventually. Yes, yes. Oh, yep. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, more yeah, than don't once, worry. Actually. I, I know how things work. Yeah, I don't half-ass yeah, I, any I, of these things. I do. I, I I really liked it. Like, I mean, I don't um, like I don't think it, it didn't it didn't initially click with me. Like it took an episode or two before it was mm-hmm. like, I was on board. And I think, I think it's just like, I immediately like Matt Berry. I mean, I've seen the it crowd and stuff. I know Matt Berry's fucking hilarious. So I, I was on board with him. Cause it's like, Oh look, it's Matt Berry doing a Matt Berry thing. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. with this, uh, but um, it just, it took me a while for it to all click. I think it took a couple episodes in and I, I don't, I don't know what like the hook episode was. I couldn't say that I was definitely in by like, I was in before, but like by the time you get to like the trial, you know, which is one of the actual Taika YTT directed ones where they mm-hmm. pull out all the stops. It was probably Sweet Week or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, like by that one, it's like, you know, that's in the first season. And if you're not in by then, you should be in before that. But if you're not yeah. in by then, just fucking give up because it, it's not going to get better or crazier or funnier than that one. I mean, and the episode before when they take the Baron out to, for, to party. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, all that, that, that whole like little arc, mini arc was fucking great. And I was dying at things that are just 
so juvenile and stupid that are hilarious still. I don't care. And I, I, I can't say it like him. I want to. I want to be able to like work it into everyday conversation on the regular, changing the uh, pronoun. But like during the trial when Matt Berry just goes like, she speaks the <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> like, and I just want to like, I want to work that into like everything. You have to deliver it <laughs> just, like somebody starts in, talking. in that operatic yeah, way. I, that's you what gotta... I mean. I don't think I have that. Yeah. 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 I, gotta, I gotta really gotta work mm. on that because that's just like, you know, she speaks the bullshit. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. And I mean, it's probably most people's at this point, but the Jackie Daytona episode is, I think it's my favorite one. Yeah. Just because Mark Hamill is selling so many things so well in that. <laughs> and the whole, like, just the scene where he takes the toothpick out of his mouth is just the fucking so best. Good. It is, is so the good. absolute best. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's a good show. Yeah. You really should watch it. If you need joy in your life, Chuck, I'm just saying yeah. it's twisted joy, but it's joy. I do. I need some joy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still at the end of the it's day. Joy it's that joy that hits us. Um, <laughs> Like I'm just saying, like there's some like blood gushes and you know, blood fountains and things like that, but it's all mostly under the guise of joy. <laughs> That's what's so um, bizarre. Yeah, Colin when Colin gets overpowered. Um, mm-hmm. when, yeah, when yeah, he, got when he the gets the promotion, promotion at work, at work. That, I think. Yeah, because I can't pick Jackie Daytona because everybody else has picked it. I think that's my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. I, mine yeah. would either probably be the trial or just on a personal level, the, the, um, what was it? The curse, the one where he gets the email. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Like that one's just like, you know, for, from a personal, like, you know, things I can use on an everyday level of laughing, you know, <laughs> snickering about stuff. It's probably that one. I love how they ring an entire episode worth out of that too. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, what's great. It's, it's good mm-hmm. writing. It's really good stuff. Yeah. We'll see you in six months to talk about it, Chuck. Yeah. yeah so. Okay. I can't wait. You should watch it for Halloween, Chuck. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. October month. I don't sure, how many episodes are, but you could probably make a whole what we do in the shadows content cast. Just like break the movie up into a couple episodes, and <laughs> we might need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, the only other thing I watched is like completely non sequitur, other than to say. Uh, well, oh, no, I take that back. Two things I watched. Um, I we we hinted at the outrage or whatever earlier about they're going to VOD the Mulan remake thing mm-hmm. onto Disney Plus. Um, yep. But then I was like, I've never seen original Mulan. <laughs> so I should probably do that before I really heavily weigh on one side or the other about this. I mean, you know, I can have my opinion just on the, you know, the state of the industry and what this may or may mm-hmm. not do. But, you know, before I get too excitable about this on one side or the other, I should probably watch original Mulan. So I did. Um, it's uh it's fine it's better it's better like i I think that was post hercules where i just been like up fucking disney's done again you know kind of mood because like hercules just fucking killed that train dead Mm -hmm. in its tracks for me um i think i think mulan was the one from the year after perhaps yes Um, so i think i was just like nah yeah (laughs) it was like hunchback in notre dame and mm -hmm. then hercules and then mulan and and there was also pocahontas in there which is also just that was 95 so that was before before uh hunchback yeah yeah i know i'm saying like it was that one kind of started the like oh we're, these are not going to be the like the songs aren't gonna be particularly catchy i'm sorry the songs in milan are not particularly catchy at all mm. and yeah but the story wise it's it's fine but eddie murphy's a dragon eddie murphy is a dragon um named <laughs> wushu 
Mushu, sorry, Mushu. Because no. Mushu would have actually been okay. Mushu's where it's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, if I can make that Mu- the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Mugu Guy Pan. <laughs> yeah. Get it He's right. He's the cream of some young guy. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's fine. It's just, it's. It's one of those problematic things. I know, and I realize Aladdin's in the same boat with just like Orientalism, you know, where it's just like, oh, look, mystical shit. And it's like, we just jumbled up a bunch of shit from different cultures, sort of, kind of, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> and we got, mm-hmm. you know, some Japanese guys to play these kids. We don't know. Just they're Asian, you know, whatever. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a weird hodgepodge, but it's, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, it, yeah, I, I, I liked it. Like, as a movie, I think it's better than those other ones I mentioned. I think, like, the action sequences are particularly well done in that, and which is why the remake might actually make for a good, interesting movie. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's just like, yep, yeah, that's still that section of Disney before, I mean, Disney just have, has its waves, you know? Like, I, I, it's always happened. Like, you know, they have, they come in with, like, Little Mermaid to, Lion King or whatever, and it's all fucking hits, and then you know, back to kind of mm, that's fine, and then up again at Tangled, it's like, oh shit, they're knocking them out of the park again. So, yeah, yeah. But while I was on Disney Plus, uh, I decided to start a journey that I only partially completed that will fold unfold under over the next couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> I decided to rewatch the original Mary Poppins in. The eventual desire to get to Mary Poppins Returns. Okay. And also, I'm going to watch that other, the doctor, the biopic movie, the biopic oh. with, with Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's fine. <laughs> it's going to happen. I love Tom Hanks and I love uh, Emma Thompson. So I, even if yeah. it's just like, I'm, I'll, I will still enjoy it. Yes. Yes. But I, I just want to see it. But in the <laughs> in the ongoing Lin-Manuel Miranda debate, I, I figure I need to add <laughs> that film to my <laughs> my catalog of like, defense and or whatever opinions on uh-huh. him so do you want a spoiler <laughs> what he sucks yeah i know he's gonna suck <laughs> i'm sure but yeah i just uh rewatched mary poppins and did you like mary poppins <sighs> mary poppins is a weird movie you're a weird it's like movie. it's one of those movies well no it's a weird <laughs> movie because it's like more from a moral fable standpoint it's like we're gonna tell you to do all the wrong things until the very last second. <laughs> we're gonna tell you to make all the worst choices and then go like, yeah, what we're trying to say is uh, balance your life better. And it's like that that fable doesn't play out until like the last twenty minutes of the movie, and it's real weird because it's just like the whole time you're watching it like as an adult, and you're going, "Fuck them kids!" Like, get back and like stop being assholes. <laughs> like, like you're, you're being shitty and Mary Poppins, you're not fucking helping. <laughs> So, I mean, like I said, it's like, okay, great. You'll have a whimsical adventure. But it's like, at the end of the day, like, you also need to not fucking, like, get chimney soot all over the fucking house and stuff, too. <laughs> it's just like, That's how you know we're old. You're here. like, man, motherfuckers making a mess in the, up in this house in Mary Poppins. <laughs> fuck y'all. Yeah, fuck yeah. them kids. <laughs> I know. Just, it's fine. I, I I I love Mary Poppins still. I just I, like as an adult, it's a weird thing to go back to because the, the way that morality play plays out over the course of that movie, it's just like, hey, do all the wrong shit, and then like, nah, I gotta pull that in, <laughs> like reel that in the last twenty minutes. Let's like, not send our these children out of here if it's fucking monsters, even more so. Um, yeah. I, I, on a personal note, I will say, and I, maybe this is too revealing or not something that Keep everyone shirt else on. shares, but. I, <laughs> Revealing from a uh, internal uh, emotional stance. Uh, 
do you ever have like do you have something where it's like if and when i decide to like totally go crackpot crazy like the day i my, my, my sanity just fucking snaps like do you have this like thing that haunts you and you're like this is all i'm going to hear when i fucking go finally insane right do you have anything like this where it's like i worry about like the thing that's going to be rattling around in my insane more insane head when yeah. i finally just fucking you know yeah. go fucking nuts and i'm yeah. sure you're gonna make the a song on youtube right? tv when they don't sell ads oh okay <laughs> yeah but no I, i'm pretty sure the i'm pretty sure supercalifragilisticexpialidocious like after they say that part is going to be what makes me crazy like that when I go crazy that that's what I'm going to fucking hear on fucking repeat when I because like that yes. is the most like that's the other thing about Mayor Poppins is that is the most frantic fucking movie every song at that is like at 110 to 120 beats per minute it's like there are like three like slow the fuck down songs in that whole goddamn movie that movie is like like well, marching marching band you know the first marching band <laughs> like the fam you at the front of the marching of the parade going fucking nuts like level of like excitable music in that movie it is just yeah. like and then, like dick van dyke just go you know? it's like everyone's on fucking speed in that movie and it's like every song but like the, the, well, the songs don't or, have key changes they have speed no, changes they have speed changes yes and, <laughs> or it's just like, like this verse is like now it's yeah, on 78 yes, rpm yes and, and when and when supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, uh-huh. uh that second part like that that is going to be my insane sound when i fully snap because that that just reaches a frant- reaches a frantic pace that almost drives me mad now <laughs> they do have a key change so. in supercalifragilisticexpialidocious but they also have a tempo change yeah. But the yeah. tempo change like, is just to fuck you up for a second until they <laughs> ramp it back up into, you know, 200 beats per minute manic yeah. mode. That, that, yeah, that oh, is so not that, that is an insane yeah. pace. And like I said, the, when the people were just in the back going, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on the edge already, man. <laughs> if I don't get outside soon. So you're, you're turning into Cornholio when that happens. Yeah. Just like... <laughs> This is kind of the hottest take on <laughs> on Mary Poppins. Yeah, I just I, like, I think damn. It, the strange I thing is, I thought about it that way, but I, holy shit! I feel like that's been in the back of my head, my like since I was like four years old or whatever age I was that I was first subjected to either the movie or the record. <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. era we lived in. I don't know which I saw first. Um, yeah. or Child first. Harlow was like, I don't like this. Yeah, I, I, don't I just know why. I, I feel like it's like it's like this haunting thing. Like I just I've had like a, a, a traumatic childhood experience, like rewatching this, where I was like, the fucking Tommy Knockers are coming after me, or the Babadook <laughs> or some shit. And I'm just like, oh. holy shit! I've reheard the fucking supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Babadook in the shape of Mary Poppins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like spit spot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. If you ever wanted, wanted Mary Poppins as the Babadook, there you go. I don't think the Babadook actually sounds like that. That's just Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that's it. I will probably do uh whatever the Mr. Banks movie is next and then do returns just because that's the release order. And I figure Correct. watch a document watch a biopic about the first movie and then watch the second movie. And I have no idea how much it has to do with the other one other than I think they got Dick Van Dyke back. <laughs> so I Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, are we going back to Aaron Neville back, times? So. <laughs> yeah. No, you just have to say that more frantic. I don't know if Julie Andrews is in it or not. 
No, she was making Aquaman. Oh, well, that would also be too weird because, I mean, you know, I think we're supposed to believe that Emily Blunt is Julie Andrews, but somehow Bert aged. So, yes, I don't know. And then Lin-Manuel Miranda is not Bert. Maybe he's Ernie. I don't know. Not sure. Hello, I'm not Bert. (laughs) (laughs) Oi, governor. (laughs) I'm not Bert. That's ultimately why I'm actually getting there. So I want to hear him do the Cockney accent. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not the. It's not the. It's not the. It's it could be worse. Um, okay, that's really kind of I like. I I know nothing about that movie, so like I'm going in totally blind. Other than I know Emily Blunt and he are in it. That's about it. Yeah, so. we all went and saw. Aquaman it would be it would be a, a good use of your time to have an Emily Blunt uh, before you go watch the Mary Poppins Returns. I think. I didn't catch that. Did anyone else? <laughs> yeah, it you, broke you, up for a second. Yeah, you sputter. I, what am I supposed to do with You're, Emily Blunt? You, <laughs> yeah, you, what was you can insert any verb. It feels smoke free. and Emily Blunt. Uh, I was talking about uh, the marijuanas. Ah, okay. uh, okay. the weed. Uh, I was I, I was ready to fight Jim from the office, fisticuffs <laughs> style. Speaking of the office, I think we have some correspondence. <laughs> oh shit! What? You're right. Oh hot damn! I don't know. Did anyone else have any other things to talk about? I didn't mean to step all over that. It just seemed like a no. good seg. Nope. It was a good seg until you mentioned it was a seg. Well, we're probably cutting all this. (laughs) Chuck doesn't edit anything. Beep. Chuck just (laughs) makes sure that the the four lines line up. Yes. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And then then hits hit publish. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's how podcasting works. Yes. Sometimes he may. Sometimes he photoshops the word time onto a box of Fruit Loops. (laughs) In Comic Sans font, just that to was, piss me off. That was more work I've done for the podcast in 10 years. <laughs> it shows. Yeah, actually, not true. But Chuck is our shipping and receiving yeah, coordinator, right. and we very much appreciate that. <laughs> I'm the import-exporter. Yeah, speaking of that, buy a, <laughs> buy a shirt. shirt. Buy a shirt. Buy a motherfucking shirt. They're not expensive. They'll yeah. go on your body. We're yeah. trying to clear out... We're clearing out the last of our silver shirts. If you're on the live stream, you can see I am wearing one, and it is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it is amazingly comfortable. So go to, what is it, bmfcast.bigcartel.com? Bearsuitstudios.bigcartel.com. Oh, okay. There is a so, link on the website, bamfcast.com, mm-hmm. bmfcast.com. Got some Take size. it right to the shirts. Got a few sizes left. If it doesn't fit you, deal with it. <laughs> we have buy it anyway. <laughs> Small, large, and double XL last time I checked. Correct. Yep. So just buy so. the double XL and throw it in the dryer for a year. And or start playing video perfect. games and call it a medium. Yeah. yeah. Or just, you know what? Or just start eating. Gamer medium. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Gamer medium. Yeah. That's, that's what we call it. Get your quarantine shirt. You're probably an XXL now. Yeah. <laughs> if not, you will be. I mean, we got we didn't have the summer to work off all of your, you know, yeah, yeah. No. and if you're we, not, just park your ass on the couch and start eating. I mean, what yeah. the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, live that dream. Yeah, eat this like is your chance. Tomorrow, because there's it's a your chance. time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We're or, all gonna die someday, so you might as well eat the fuck out while you're doing it, <laughs> or lose a whole lot of weight so that you can wear the small. By the way, or that's that. what she said. <laughs> just it, it needed to be said. Yeah, what was no. that? I, that's what she said. It had to be said. Yeah, <laughs> eat the fuck out. <laughs> Just eat the fuck out. Yeah, we're all gonna die. Yeah. Besides, anyway. we want to get to our bronze-colored shirts, right? Uh-huh. I bet they'll look sharp. Yeah, they'll look Almost just like the gold if we do bronze. Yeah, they will. 
We'll, we'll, be, we'll let people pick a color. It'll be neon pink. Maybe we do bronze, but it's on a different colored shirt. I promise you, Ooh. if we let people pick a color, it's going to be white text on a black shirt again. Right. I'm saying we do a different I, I color s- shirt with the bronze. and the, the I still think good. if we go back to those hot dog colors, the, the red Bruh. and yellow shirts. I want hot dog shirts so look. bad. It <laughs> was a good looking shirt. We can do hot dog shirts. I don't know. Anyway, buy a shirt. Yeah. yeah. Here's some emails. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's emails. <laughs> yeah, right over there, Muttley. <laughs> they're, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> they're like Wonderwall, except yeah. they're emails. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> first one up's from Late Elf, who says, Hey, Google, turn this shit up. Hey, guys. Coming from the land of the stupid shit you do when you have kids, I ask, what's the most elaborate or ridiculous if this then that setup that you've ever used to avoid dealing with someone? My wife just set up her Google Mini to kill on command. Unfortunately, it's presently limited to stupid YouTube videos, but she also, <laughs> but all she needs is motivation to make me obsolete. Second question. A friend of mine received the new Lego NES set, the kind you put together by the book, though this one comes with two books, both 200 pages a piece. Apparently, they're over half an inch thick. Pretty sweet, but at a 230 price point for a Lego set. Dot, dot, dot. Do you have a ridiculously priced, I just thought this was cool item? What is it? Thanks for everything, Late Elf. Do I have one or do I want one? <laughs> like, the, well, so much did, of the shit I have any, in my house. Yeah, ridiculously priced, I thought this was cool item. My TV? <laughs> That's not I, it. As the guy who has like tens of thousands of dollars worth of transformers, probably one of those. Um, probably Fort Max, which is like a transformer that was a base that when is a robot, it is about three and a half feet tall. Jesus. And it has literally no place in my house to be. But I was single at the time, so it had a place. But now, it, <laughs> now its place is in the attic. Fort Min. <laughs> but I thought it was pretty fucking cool, and it cost me like two hundred dollars. Um, I bought a couple of guitars that I didn't need because they were cool. That's you know two hundred bucks a piece to two hundred and two fifty. Um, I have my uh, Lego Y wing, my uh, this big Lego Y wing. Mm-hmm. That was that was definitely one of those. Oh, this is fucking cool. Uh, it's seventy dollars, but I have to have it because it's fucking cool. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think by that token, we've all done the. This is why we work dumb shit to our <laughs> each other. <laughs> yes, we have. Yes, we have. Um, I mean, if we try to make a list of all those, that's all been dumb shit that one of us talks the other one into doing it because we're all right on the precipice of doing it anyway, and we just need some peer pressure to <laughs> do the wrong. <laughs> we need thing. our friends to push us over the yeah. edge. Yeah. So, I mean, boy, yeah. this dumb thing is cool. Buy yeah, it. I, I have zero regrets about it. I mean, TV gets lots of daily use, so that's not like a frivolous, like, ah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Like, I mean, that's, nah, that's practical, see, basically. That, that's an appliance. Yeah. That's, I, yeah, I mean, I'd have, to, I'd have to think about, like, oh, that's just, that's fucking stupid, and it has no reason for me to own it, but I must have it. Yeah. yeah. I am surprisingly practical with my money for as reckless as I encourage you guys to be with your money. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the Lego set sounds like... I, I don't get that. Like, I saw it show up on Twitter, and I was like, 
and maybe I'm just not a Lego person, but I don't get it at all. It's that it's that cross section come... of extreme fandom, you know, of any or Nintendo people and Lego people. It's just like it's that perfect thing where it's just like two fandoms that are just maybe a little too insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, does so. does that come with both like the NES and the TV portion that moves? I think maybe it does. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I, I think, think it's. Does. I mean, I think, I think it's that's that much cool. money and having that big uh, an instruction manual, it must. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's cool. I just, I, I'm, I'm pretty just awesome. Not that big a Lego person. I mean, it's, no. they're fine. I grew up playing with them, but we had space set. You know, I'm old. <laughs> we didn't have like cool Legos. Lego set. We Sorry. had city and space. It was like that was it. By the time I was getting out of Legos, they were like, "Hey, you like pirates?" And I was like, "I would have, but now I'm too old." <laughs> Fuck you, Lego. <laughs> We didn't have like all the crazy Star Wars and every other thing. Hey, you like yeah. pirates? <laughs> yeah, the only pirating I do these days is movies. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm over here downloading porn, porn pictures that take me 12 hours to get a JPEG. <laughs> That's the kind of pirate I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, man, those age. were the days. Yeah. You like movies about gladiators? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean gladiator. I was saying, yeah. I came up in a weird time of Legos where it wasn't like this, like it wasn't this end-all be-all brand like it is now you know? yeah no the space set was the oddity yeah. it was like oh wow it, these legos don't match any of the other legos i have right. <laughs> i also want to point out right. that you fell right into the trap of the email by saying the first part of it you just anyone that's listening on speakers just fucked with all their google devices <laughs> oh nice <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure that's i'm just calling the person that wrote that out mm-hmm. you're welcome yeah that's what you wanted to happen yeah, yeah. Well, well, i hope you're thing- happy <laughs> Yeah, only other thing I think of is a lot of the Mondo stuff that comes out. Mm. Like, it's that limited quantity shit that I just go nuts over. But uh, one of the original, uh, like the first, the black and white Jurassic Park one, mm-hmm. I, I got for Jen for her birthday. Like, God, what was that? Like seven, eight years ago now. And it's super cool. Got it framed and everything. But that was one where I was like, I don't know how I actually got it. And I ordered it, I want to say, in like July and her birthday's in December, and it was like, it came in like literal days before her birthday. And I was panicking because I'm I like, remember you stressing about I was that. like, you motherfuckers, are you going to ship this thing or what? <laughs> so I, I saw yeah. the, speaking of her sidebarring on Mondo, I saw the biggest, like, fastest nope one of their posters I've ever done. <laughs> Did you see the one? I think the email came in today. It was this, like, is it Kawaii? Is that how you say the, like, cutesy little... Japanese yes. shit. Kawaii. Yeah, it, was a, it was a Kawaii the thing poster. It was just fucking stupid. I mean, I God bless you if you like it, one. but you know, I'm saying like it was just big time like nope. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I easy lo- pass. They offered the Palm Spring ones Springs one and I liked it, but it was only like a eighteen by twenty four. And I'm yeah, like that's, that's what they always do, isn't it? it no, or the one I got Jen is like a, is it's uh twenty four by thirty six. Twenty four by thirty six. I mean so it's not, not the full twenty seven by yeah. forty movie poster, but but yeah, it's at least Walmart poster size. Yeah. Yeah, well, at least 24 yeah. by 36, you can just buy a nice frame for it pretty right. easily with a mat, and it fits. So, yeah. moving on. Oh, one last part of that email. was Sure. Was he speaking about like, the back. actual like IFT thing, like IFFT? Is yes. that what he was asking about? Yes. I, does anyone even mess with anything like that? I, I the closest I anymore. came was our, was our dumb like pre-movie role thing I did on... Whatever the fuck it was, Preplex Cody, yeah. XBMC or whatever. I had it. Yeah, Cody programmed up to like. It was I, ten minutes like, of 
of uh, yeah, well, drive-in I, commercials. I, well, I had it like timed out so that like it was like yes, we had time to eat because we would always go get food and come back and sit and eat food in the in the theater and then play like a, a trailer or two just as we were wrapping up and then like into the movie. So like that was mm-hmm. the closest to like any sort of automation thing I ever did was program this pre-roll thing for what we did down to like yeah. timing it out like okay this usually takes us this long mm-hmm. spending way too much time finding dumb drive-in movie theater concession stand ad type things yeah i remember when t straw was doing movies in his backyard on on his garage because <laughs> he had that big projector i started making video discs with um with trailers on them that i was going to bring over like when i had when i got to pick a movie for the night and then i got lazy and never did it but I remember well, wanting like like I I like I had bo- like I had lists of trailers together for specific movies that we were going to try and do. Nah. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. Yeah. But yeah, there's something F-this. about like, but but it's like it was just I, I think it was more the the actual process of doing it that was fun to me. It was being like, all right, if we're gonna watch Alien on the screen, you know, like of course I'm probably gonna get a 2001 trailer and then maybe get like you know the cheesy Star Wars. It's about a boy, a girl, and space trailer, and then you know I was always trying to figure out okay what would be the third one, you know, and something like related but totally different. But that's when you yeah. throw in like a trailer for Arthur or something else that came out that year, which mm-hmm. is like I don't know, it's fucking 1979 bullshit. Yeah, here's ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, just like <laughs> supposedly raucous comedies of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to back up. I was just curious if like he was actually, they, they, whatever, was referring to like that actual like automation type thing. If mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. None of us are quite that nerdy. I have like smart light routine things. That's about as fun, you know, fun down yeah. the line as I like to go. I basically don't have any smart devices in my house. Only my phone listens to me and then gives me stupid ads because of the conversations I had with my wife. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, next one is from Evan. Says, it's Evan. Okay, bad news over. Hey, Bamfcast. It's been a while mm-hmm. since I last wrote you cats. It's hard getting messages out from my bunker built inside a whale's stomach. Do the people still laugh? I miss them so. Oh, dear me. Sniff. Anywho, just wanted to send warm thoughts and encouragement to you guys. You're doing top shelf work and laughter is needed in these dark times. And I mean every word of that. Also, might I suggest the horror slash apocalyptic slash suburban satire, She Dies Tomorrow for the second half. It'll hit streaming soon and it might intrigue you guys. It's like if Larry Cohen and John Carpenter had a baby and then the baby decided to take peyote. Actually, that sounds terrible, but the film is good. Take care, CNB, Evan. I have heard about She Dies Tomorrow, and it did not sound like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I but I am interested in it. it. Yeah, that's, that's you know, getting back to kind of like the whole, the whole Mulan thing. It's just, it's so weird having stuff at home almost immediately. And it's like, I feel like movies almost get more of a zeitgeist because everyone can see them at this point. You know, it's like... Hulu, people are going to borrow somebody's password to watch whatever. So I'm, you know, it's just, it's so weird and different right now. And is, is the Mulan thing, is that a rental or do you get it for $30? No, that's a rental. It's a rental. <laughs> it's a rental for $30. Yeah. 
Wow. Did somebody think... else start doing twenty dollar rentals before? Oh, yeah, yeah, they the did runs. twenty. Twenty was like what they did when it first started. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Trolls World Tour and yeah. uh, Emma and yeah. something else. I mean, the but thing is, is like, wasn't there a pre Rona thing that was like twenty dollar movie rentals? I mean, they no, occasionally try, really. you know, at home streaming things, but it's not usually like tentpole movies. It's not like big studio things usually. Trolls was the very early thing where it seemed like, oh, we're doing this now. Let, all right, let's go. And then no one else did it. Did Disney do Outward or whatever Outward. the Pixar one was? Was that a rental first before it just went free? I think yes. it got a few weeks of like, oh, it's VOD. But, you know, they kind of like announced right off the bat, like it's going to be on D- Disney Plus. And, uh, you know, that's the thing is like, I think it's they're all just like getting in a pissing match now because it's like all the video on demand people are like hey you can't just tell people it's going to be on the service they may already have for free in three weeks no one's going to bother buying it here or whatever you know Mm -hmm. so you know i think that's why they're doing taking it to their own thing but i just think i mean at that it's like at the very least like turn it into like i i own it you know like for that kind of money yeah i mean that's crazy like for a rental like that's i think i think they said as long as you have the service you can watch it whenever I thought they said it was a 48-hour rental window type thing. Like, <laughs> Well, I think it's a 48-hour if you're not a Disney Plus subscriber, but I think oh. you retain access to it if you also subscribe to Disney Plus, I think. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah. I immediately stopped paying attention because I don't care. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like it's – I'm not – like if they – like let's flip the tables and let's say they were going to do like Black Widow or something I might actually care about. I might do it and I'm – you know, I probably wouldn't complain. It's just the, the thing is, is like, A, I'm not – I didn't think Mulan the original was like an amazing thing. These remakes have been generally substandard to, to watchable, but not like mm-hmm. I'm going to drop $30 and B obviously I don't have the family. You know, like if you have four kids or whatever, it's like, yeah, that's, that's a no brainer. Right. Like, you know, here, like this is, we're going to sit down and watch this now and that's fine. But yeah, I just, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird move slash a weird thing to do it with. And I understand that's like, they're kind of testing the waters or whatever, but it's, it's a strange move. I mean, yeah, I know yeah. we're we're definitely going to do it for Bill and Ted. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when they announced that, I was like, "Oh yeah, we'll do that." Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, even though it's only sixty four minutes or whatever the hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like that's the weird thing. It's like like that one's probably going to be a buy it and keep it. I don't know. Some of these are, and some of them aren't. It's like it's by the studio. Like I, I'm pretty sure it's a it's a rental. Okay, because like yeah. I mean, you look at some of these other ones that are on iTunes or whatever that should be in the theaters now. Like some of them are buy and some of them are rent, and it's it's a it's a weird mixed bag like i said i just i don't understand the the idea of like the rental period when you're stuck in house you know like like why why rent versus just like if you're charging me the match just give it to me like fucking leave it you know i i think everyone looked at what uh, trolls made money and scoob Mm -hmm. made money and they're like well if this model works we're not gonna make it better for everybody if they're okay with this shitty version sure yeah And somebody pointed out on Twitter that like if they get sixteen and a half million rentals, that basically breaks them even for the budget of that movie at thirty dollars. So they'll, yeah, they'll absolutely get that. Yeah, and that's that's got to be what they're banking on at this point. But yeah, it just, I mean, you know, and there's plenty of people who are like, well, thirty dollars. You know, you figure if you were going to the theater and you know two people going to the theater and buying popcorn, there's your thirty bucks right there, and it's like. Yeah, you're not wrong, mm-hmm. but they just, I just feel like there needs to be some sort of concession uh, to like I rent it now and then mm-hmm. eventually I get a copy forever. Like that. Right. I mean, if you want to do that, if you want to take it away for some time and it's it's up to me to pay again to watch it again, that's fine. But like 
you know, a year from now, it should just fucking appear in my library. Like, you know, especially at that mm-hmm. price. I, that's all I feel like. And maybe I would have yeah. a totally different frame of mind. I'm, I'm speaking that I am a single man in the house. Like, I'm not going to pay $30 to watch that, you know, I can one of the live action Disney remakes. That's, that's the that's thing it. is that it's such a weird value proposition for people where it's like single person, $30. No, mm-hmm. two people, $30. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. three people or more. Sure. Yeah. Fuck. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a yeah. bargain. <laughs> yeah. So weird. So yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, if you, if you have access to it for 48 hours, you can just like, okay, kids, just you two can watch it now. And then, Three of you can watch it later. Yeah. Kids just mainline this shit. Just keep yeah. watching it. Yeah. No, I'm sure that I two mean, days. You know, I'm, I'm sure that drops on like a, a Friday or something. Cause I, you know, that will yeah. already be back to school time or whatever the fuck we're Doesn't doing. Doesn't it but drop Labor Day weekend? What? Uh, yeah. I'm just saying like, I, yeah. I guarantee you like the, 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 the peak rentals they're going to have are like Friday five Oh one or whatever to get the max amount of time through the entire weekend. Cause you know, yeah. that's how kids are is like, watch it again, watch it again, watch it again. And it's like, I mean, yeah, I can go when I was a kid and we had our two video rentals for the two or three days, it was like, how many times can I watch this mm-hmm. before we have to take it back? I watched so many movies over and over and over again, movies that probably didn't mm-hmm. deserve to be watched over and over again, but it was rare. I would I would rewatch an occasional one, but never more than twice. Like I don't think I ever even with like renting Star Wars or something, you know, back when you had to. Like I I still don't think I would ever try to like watch it more than twice in a rental period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. It's a it's it's a thing. Like we'll I said, it's it just, I think the biggest shock about it is that, you know, here's a service. It'd be like if Netflix, like you said, tomorrow was like, hey, Netflix movie for sale and everybody'd be like, What? You can do that? Like like where has that ever been? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, huh? I don't know. I, just... I mean, I could see Netflix do that if, like, if Netflix didn't say we're going to buy this thing outright from you, if they just said, you can host it here mm-hmm. and you can get 70% of the take or whatever. Well, I mean, they have their own movies, though, too. I mean, Netflix is producing their sure. own content. I'm saying like, mm-hmm. if they made one of the really big movies and they're like, now nah, this one's going to cost you 10 bucks extra. Like, I don't know how people would react to that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing. Like it, it just, it just flipping at that little bit. There's something that's so ubiquitous. Cause it's like, this is like setting up a tiny bookstore inside the library. You know, you don't expect that you like, you're walking in and it's like, Oh, why is there like a, a tiny borders? Not that they exist anymore. Why is there a borders <laughs> kiosk here that, that sells like two books? Like, and the rest of because these are these all books part are of my new. free card thing. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. You know, like Cause one's the new Tyler rake book. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. Tyler rake. Yeah. I just, like I said, you'd be a little shocked if like you walked in and saw well, you'd be walked in, you'd be shocked if you walked anywhere and saw a physical bookstore. But I mean, especially inside of a library, you'd be I think that was a little weird. I think. Yeah. True. All right, last email. This one's from Birdie. Title is Dora the Destroyer. Good line. <laughs> hey <right>. guys. <laughs> So during this time, I've been enjoying streaming services, and besides watching DuckTales and the superior American version of The Office mm-hmm. for the 800th time, I found two movies that I didn't expect to enjoy, but I feel like they are BMF-worthy and Five Jocks contenders. First, Guns Akimbo, or as I call it, Harry Potter and the No Good, Terrible, Huge, Very Bad Day. If you can, if you can get used to Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe's American accent, it's a fast-paced and fun action movie that is kind of like Scott Pilgrim or The First Kick-Ass. Lastly, I saw Dora and the City of Gold, which is a lot of fun, even though if I described anything about the movie besides Michael Pena being hilarious, it would keep you away from the movie. 
Somehow it reminds me of the Brady Bunch movie and 21 Jump Street at the same time. It's the kind of movie I think you'd either give it five stars or five bags. I'm not sure when I can, <laughs> when I lean, where I lean, but I think it's jocks worthy. He leaves with a haiku. Both of them on Prime. Enjoyable to you guys. Crash and burn, fellas. Birdie. Except for my Chili's kiosk machine that I'm not sure I should be touching because of COVID-19. Uh, don't I have, don't I have touch a question. the Chili's kiosk machine. I have a Children question have touched that. Don't go to a Chili's. Well, yeah. that too, yeah. Uh, the Dora comparison to 21 Jump Street or Brady Bunch movie... To me, both of those worked more so having seen the original things. I have never seen a frame of a door of the Explorer. Do I need to? Yes. Am I going to get the same kind of... begins your door of the Explorer. No, no, because I mean, it's more like a... Nah. (laughs) I I just... A lot of that works because it's like, haha, you know, we're poking fun at the source material. And if I have zero Dora knowledge because you could probably watch a five minute clip of that and understand what that entire show is. Okay. It, it's the kind of, th- it's like blues clues. It's like, I, once no, you I, see, I have a basic understanding of it by via before I ha- kind of hated him. I don't hate him before I really turned to a dislike of Kevin Smith. Like he, it was, he went on a rant about when his daughter was young and that kind of shit was on the TV all the time about, you know, characters. And I, I had the basic understanding through third person talking about it. I'm saying like, you might be okay then. Yeah, I, I I'm aware of Dora and Swiper and Diego. I think <laughs> you, you, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is she explores. Mm-hmm. Does she really? Let's unpack what Dora actually explores. <laughs> is this a Dora thing? Does she unpack things? I don't know. I know oh, okay. fucking. I thought maybe that was part of the show. Like you know, it's like her, yeah. you know, it's like she opens up her backpack and it's like it's a new. She like, does have know, a backpack. Random, like oh, this is what's in my backpack this week, and everyone sings along like it's a mirror and a comb and a compass and a handgun. Yeah, <laughs> and a suicide note. <laughs> well, that went a slightly darker than I intended. <laughs> Um, uh, it was their, it was their last would, exploration, <laughs> the final frontier. I would watch that version of Dora. <laughs> I all know ill will towards Dora. Dora the Destroyer. Yeah. I'm sure there's a Mad TV sketch that is exactly this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Mm. Or Keenan and Kel. <laughs> uh huh. Sure. Sorry, or, I'm sorry. Or whatever I just show Kel has been on for the last 20 years that is only Kel. Taking Dora to a dark place, but, you know, I don't know anything about Dora. And generally speaking, you know, those that target age demographic style television shows are insufferable when you're over the target age demographic. Like, other ones are arguably still watchable, but, like, when you target the, like, five to six-year-old, it's like you can't watch that beyond five to six because it's just, like, Here's a thing. <laughs> thing. Yay. It's all real slow because their brains aren't are kind of mushy still. So <laughs> there's no enjoyment to be had when you are above that age group. Mm. Unless you're well. taking edibles. <laughs> you can watch Teletubbies all day, I guess. <laughs> there's a fucking talking baby son in that. I know this. <laughs> that shit is weird. Fucking tinky winky time, man. <laughs> anyway. Don't touch chilies. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch that machine. Children who have watched Dora the Explorer, who have mushy uh-huh. brains, have yep. touched it. 
yep. fingers. Blue and onions and mushy brains. <laughs> and besides, why do you want to play games on that thing? You have a phone. And if you don't have a phone, what are you doing in a Chili's? Get if a you phone. you actually send us an email on it, I'm all for that, though. <laughs> like, like, if it was actually sent from the kiosk somehow, I, that would be amazing. But I don't think yeah. it was. And now, now Chili's has stolen your identity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're gonna, you're gonna get an order on your credit card. <laughs> your bank statement's gonna be like, "Wait, five thousand pounds of chicken? What the? F-? Yep, five thousand pounds like three thousand dollars worth of bric-a-brac <laughs> yeah. to put on the walls. <laughs> That's a lot of tendies. <laughs> bric-a-brac. <laughs> no, bric-a-brac's out, man. What? They don't have flair and bric-a-brac on the Chili's oh, walls no, anymore? No, all, all uh, places. It's it's all gone, man. Except for um, Cracker Barrel. Oh, Cracker God. Barrel yeah, still has sure. bric-a-brac. Well, I think, don't other places still have Bennigan's and we're just Bennigan's list? No, there's Bennigan's only, was like, like, there's like one Bennigan's in Bloomington, Illinois or something. Oh, that's it? Okay, I thought yeah. it was just... Yeah, it's it, like Blockbuster. It, yeah, I thought like it went away from our town. I didn't realize it went away everywhere. Oh, that, ooh, I mean, our that, town. Yeah, you know, I don't That know. was clearly, <laughs> yes. It went <laughs> away from the our town. <laughs> yeah, like, the last <laughs> time I ate at Bennigan's, the waitress tried to sell us meth. It was fucking terrible. Was it the one in Regency? No, it was the one on Bay Meadows. Oh, the good one. No. No, that it one was actually not was good. worse than the they one in Regency. They cooked that mess at the hotel behind the Bennigans. I just want no, to know. No, that hotel did not exist yet. My, my oh. point, I was getting it. was Bennigan's, a Bennigans was the a king of, of bric-a-brac on the walls and the flair. I yes. mean, Bennigans basically well, is what was in fucking office space. I mean, it just... Yeah. And TGI easy. Fridays. Uh, yeah, no, no, only as Fridays. I mean, TGI yes. Fridays, they never really did the flare thing, though. Did oh, they? yeah, they, they just, did. I, oh, I, yeah. I they, remember they had oh. suspenders they, full of bullshit. Okay, yeah. I don't remember oh, yeah. that. I, just, I, I thought I remember them like overly, like training their wait staff to be overly friendly and enthusiastic. Yeah. And, and their friendly. walls were like a shitty garage sale, just yes. coated in crap. Like our Manny Pacal guy, you know, it was just like, Pacal. hey, you like the Avengers, and what about the Manny Pacal fight? It's like, Who's your Stop favorite fucking Avenger? small talking with us, <laughs> Carl. Go back to your fucking shift. What Don't did you I say? Spider Man. <laughs> Before Spider Man was an Avenger. Who's your favorite Avenger? Batman. Yeah, how was I not there to tell him Superman? Oh. Fuck. I like Predator. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Predator's pretty good. He's a good Avenger. Yeah. yeah. My favorite Avenger is Charles Bronson. <laughs> Man, so weird. the Avengers are Magnificent Seven. I don't know. They're the same thing, right? <laughs> what a weird goddamn time that was. <laughs> Where was this? I, I oh, was, that was a Fridays. That was yeah, a Fridays. That was yeah. Fridays. Yeah. Was, yeah that's we, why I was specifically referencing that guy. Man, we, just kept taking, we were why taking a break from the locals. That was uh, when we wanted you, dumb fruity drinks. Yeah, you. That was like the first year they had the pinball thing right next to like your new house, and you were like, "Why would I go eat out and have drinks when I live like two minutes away?" And so you yeah. went home and ate and went back to pinball, and we went and met Carl, oh. the enthusiastic waiter, or whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because that was that weekend. Everything was happening. The Avengers yep. came out. The boxing match was that weekend. Avengers the too. beaches were opening. Pacal. Fridays was fucking lit. <laughs> And we were like, fruity drinks, yeah. And then the guy was like, hey, what's your favorite Avenger? Yeah. It was definitely an age of Ultron because, like, when the first yeah. one came out, people were not in that, like, mm-hmm. right. can I talk about Captain America in public phase yet? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then by the, by the second one, it was just like, oh, I can fucking talk about yes. Iron Man and shit now. <laughs> then your, then yeah. your fucking waiter was talking about Iron Man <laughs> yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you tell your favorite Avengers, Bangkok, pop. <laughs> I like him appeals. 
Fuck you. <laughs> Get smarter. So, uh, yeah. If people want to send us emails about TGI Fridays or other tchotchke-laden chain restaurants, where can they do that? Please send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com and include pictures of your favorite brick a brick establishment. Um <laughs> bmf at bmfcast.com if you just want to uh, find out what we're up to and uh, maybe join us on the discord uh, check out our amazing shirts uh, go to bmfcast.com and there are a bunch of um, bunch of buttons on the right hand side the right hand rail has all of the directions to everything you could you could need we have uh, several shirts available in uh, a small number of sizes so hurry up and get yours they are and have been on uh, on sale, they're like fifteen bucks free shipping anywhere in the continental USA. Uh, those outside of the country, please connect uh, connect with us directly at bmf at bmfcast.com for uh, further details about uh, shipping arrangements. Um, also, if you want to talk about the things that you're interested in, uh, you can give us a call on the Garfield phone, the Bamfcast hotline nine one zero five jocks bmf or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. And if you just want to support the show with a monthly monetary donation and receive tons of content in return, go to patreon.com slash bamfcast. Patreon.com slash bamfcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you, or if you have a structured settlement and you need cash now. We're not the ones to call. Um, I, but I mean, if you want like 28 straight days of podcasts, we're the ones to call. You know. Yes. If you have a structured now. settlement and you want to give us that cash now, yes, patreon.com slash Bamfcast. Right. <clears throat> cool. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. Motherfuckers. <laughs> one to kill a bad guy buys the beer.